the love that we're talking about today, whether it be for preaching to a gang member wanting them to get saved, or the love a pastor has for his congregation in the pulpit and wants to see the Holy Spirit's power of love demonstrated in that church, or whether it's a father and mother who want to love their children out of their chaotic situation, that, that love is, you know, so, so we, we choose a topic today of love, and I think the danger is people see it as like, oh, I don't want to listen to that because love is so nebulous. It, it's, like you said earlier, it can be used for your car or, or your marriage. Um, or it's seen as a sonnet from Shakespeare. It's seen as a Hallmark card. It's seen as the dozen roses you might buy your wife. The love we're talking about today is, is, is much more than that. It, it, it is the power to transform hearts, lives, families, and cultures. It is the single power. The love of God is, 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 is our only hope. In many ways, the word love has become a junk drawer term. People talk about how they love their children as well as their new barbecue grill. But God's love in the Bible is far more serious and powerful. The Father's love brought an entire nation out of Egypt and slavery, and it also sent Jesus Christ to the cross to save humanity. This is a holy, relentless, painfully honest, and incredibly tender passion. In this episode of the Gary Wilkerson Podcast, Nikki Cruz joins us to explore the topic of love when it comes to people who can seem the farthest from that term, prisoners, gang members, and drug addicts. Nikki recalls how Gary's father helped bring him to Christ and also shares his own experiences ministering inside prisons and some of the world's darkest alleys where only God can bring light. Now here's our host, Bob Dimmer. Welcome back to another episode of the Gary Wilkerson Podcast, and today we are joined again by Nikki Cruz. But before we get started, I just wanted to take a second and ask our viewers and our listeners to please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast so that we know that you're enjoying the shows. It'll be a great benefit to us, and uh, tell us how you feel about them and what you're thinking. Now, Nikki, uh, you came out of a violent gang, and today we have these extremely violent gangs here in the U.S., like MS-13 that we hear about on the news all the time. Uh, How would you approach a gang like that? With a message of love, I had done it. You've done it. And what did had, you do? I had, I had put all the all of them together in uh, Guatemala, and uh, that's when they killed my brother. Here I'm, p- I'm speaking to to twenty thousands when we make a, uh, a, a truce with the gangs, and no fight, no no nothing, and they then agree. And when I ma- was making the altar call, and I remember it was drifting because little. It, it was raining a little bit, and people were coming to Jesus. In Puerto Rico, they were they, not, they kidnapped my brother, and then put in their trunk and kill him. So how do you feel? That's when you have to be in touch with you, humanity. That's when I understood that you better be crucified with Jesus, because. What it came through my head, through my mind, it was to go and get the guy who killed my brother, and I knew how to do it. And and, 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 and that's when you have to say, no, 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 you are born again, you are a new creation. So that's when forgiveness, forgiveness and love, they are brothers and sisters. That's when, when I began to understand, wow, there's lots of pain in this world. But there's a lot of healing in this world, and and there's a difference between happiness and joy. Eh, happiness, I get happy when then when I have a new car, and then I get ready of the car. I don't know. Gary, take about about 
seven years or eight years to change your cart. You're doing, I'm doing worse than you, so <laughs> I, but, and then you, you, you don't use love like you are in the free market. I love this car, I love this television. I love Gary because he looked like Jesus, super, <laughs> superstar. <laughs> and I, 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 love is a strong word. It's a powerful word. Uh, and, 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 and that to me is the joy that is stronger than, than when you, be, you began to say, I'm, I'm happy for this, I'm happy for this. No, the joys of the Lord is more strong than that. The joys of the Lord is forever and ever and ever. Amen. Do you have a uh, as you talk to these gang members? And I'm and oh, love, yeah, love is your love is your message to <coughs> I them. I right? to them, and I. You know what happened to me one time? There's two big gangs, and they're here. The Eighteenth Street. <laughs> That's the one that. They are fighting and killing one another. They're chopping the heads left and right and then leaving in the front door of their mother to see, I kill your son. Mm-hmm. It's happened. I've been in the middle of the two games where they fought in, in Guatemala. I had to go, and I didn't know that was going to come all over the paper, mm-hmm. but I had to talk to them separate. To, to the, uh, and, and then... I had to fly in my birthday. I went to speak to the 18th Street that that was controlling El Salvador in that time. And I talked to the president. Now, he gave his heart to Jesus Christ. And the, the, his assistant, the vice president, and his name was El Diablo. That was his name. And when I walked in, it was, I was in the land on nobody because when I walked in, uh, the commissioner of the prison said, are you sure you want to come in? Because f- uh, four days, they just kidnap a priest. They keep it hostage right there in, the, in, in prison to send a message to the governor. And then I said, yes, I want to go. And when you go, one door, another door, another door, and there are you in the center of this. And here is this guy waiting for you because he was he, he he was living in Los Angeles and then because he was involved in the gangs they keep her away. So so I met El Viejo Elin and then he introduced me to El Diablo and he extend his hands and there is all of the I mean all of the eighteenth street gang and when then he stra- uh, when he tried to Shake hand with me. I went like this. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna shake hand with the devil. <laughs> then I took the the strength of a father because he was about 28 years old. I said, "What did your mother? What, what did your mother call you? What did your first name?" Then he bowed his head. He said, "My name is Edgar." Then I screamed because there was no microphone. I don't want nobody to call. This man, El Diablo, I want him to call him Ega. Ega, what do you want everybody to call you? Ega. All right. Ega gave his heart to Jesus Christ. 
Edgar got killed when he went, he, I helped him to get out of jail, to send him to Mexico to a school, and he got killed. What did you tell him? How did, what, what turned his heart? I believe the story when I told him how Jesus uh, changed my life, and some of them, they have read the book too, and they have seen the movie, The Cross and Swiss Play, they have shown them, and I tell you, most of the, the majority, there was nothing but killers. And these gangs that right now, the MT-13, is diabolic. And they are f penetrating our country so easily. This is, this is the, the best place right now because it, by facts, we consume with 80% of all the drugs all over the world. This is a drug culture society here. You know, and yet, as, as evil as that group is, and as those men were that you went and met with, it sounds like that message of God can change your life really resonated with them. Yes. That's, that's what they wanted oh, to hear. Oh, yes. So, well. That's the, they, have, they, they have, I asked them three questions. Why do you think about you, the police? They say, I hate them. Well, I felt the same thing when I was in the gangs. They wasn't my friend. They bust me many times. I hate them. What do you think about your parents? This is the, the question I asked. God knows that I did that. And there was about 17 different gangs in Los Angeles. I don't care about my parents. I care about my grandmother. That's something... And then I said, well, what do you think about God? Oh, I had a lot of respect for that man upstairs. They called that man upstairs. But at least they began to, uh, to understand that there was something beyond life in this earth. And then began to understand that there's somebody loved them in the form of human being. Because God used you. God use you, Gary. God use me. God use this guy that is is filming these things. God, that's that's the only weapon we have to to change through the through the power of love, through the power of Christ that loves us so much. Yeah, love, Gary, I guess penetrates the hardest heart, uh, the most wicked person. Yeah, yeah. The 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 power of love needs to be owned by us, that it, that it is our responsibility to love people, and then it needs to be demonstrated because, you know, Jesus talked about how, uh, you know, as we're talking about these gangs and drugs, and we're talking about all these social problems that we're experiencing in an increasing fashion. Well, Jesus predicted that. He said that perilous times would come on the face of the earth and uh, things would get worse and worse. There'd be wars, rumors of wars, famines, and earthquakes. But he closes off that section by saying, and the hearts of many will, the, the love of many will grow cold. And so it sounded like what he was saying, like, man, there's a lot of problems in society and they're going to get worse, but the biggest problem you're going to face is that the love of people will grow cold. And so uh, I find this in churches, 
they're 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 they have good music and articulate speaking from the pulpit, uh, but there's no love. Uh, I see it in even the danger ministries like ours at World Challenge or at NCO and Nikki Cruz Outreach is we could go through the motions of having our meetings and our events and not have love uh, above all these things. Put on love as as Paul said, and so so I really believe love has to be uh, at the center of us uh, giving it away and and that we the devil's last. Hurrah is going to be an attempt to, to destroy love, that, that, that we'll have loveless churches, loveless marriages, loveless families, going through the motions. And that's why kids will turn to, to drugs. That's why kids will turn to gangs. They, they think they're going to find some form of, of, of love there. But, uh, yeah, it's, there's such a drift. How, how would you suggest uh, churches and families keep that love going, to keep that from happening in their congregations or in their families? Wow. I don't, I don't know that I can't. Maybe I'll ask Nikki that question. Let me just take a quick shot at it because my heart, my heart has moved in, in, in this thing. Um, the, the, I think the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is apathy. And, and, and we, we are living in such a generation that is me-centered. I want to get better. I want to be successful. I want to be famous. I, wanna, I want to have a lot of followers on, on Facebook or Instagram. I want to be the next Kim Kardashian. Well, not me personally, but, you know, the, the young ladies out there. And, and so we emulate these pop stars and say, you know, I want to become the next American idol. And so that, that, uh, th- th- so that becomes a root in our heart, which is the very opposite of what love is. It's, it, it's, it's selfishness, it's self-ambition, it's self-desire. And you can't have um, those two things. You can't have apathy towards others and love at the same time. The, the, the love is, is described in Song of Solomon as, as a, an unquenchable fire, uh, so, so different than the apathy of, of life today. And I am sick and tired of, of, uh, of churches and marriages and families uh, that, that are just existing in apathy. You know, you see it, you go to a restaurant, right, Nikki, and you see a couple over there, and like you said, they're on their phone. They're not talking to each other. Kids are on their phone. Uh, a couple will sit at a, a dinner table for an hour and not talk to each other. There's, what has happened to other-centeredness? What has happened to giving your life away to other people? And I think we need, a, a America and the world needs an amazing wake-up call to say we, we just, you know, we claim we know Jesus, but Jesus was the greatest love man of love of all time, the, 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 the key central figure in the heart of Christ. The, the very incarnation that Christ came was based on his love. He's came, he came to love us. And so we need to wake up to that and just say enough of this sort of me mentality, build my kingdom, build my world. Uh, I, you know, love exists for the other person. It, it, it exists. It has to have love in its own heart, first of all. You can't give what you don't have. So as you, as you, as you are loved by God, see, I love others because he first loved me. And so because I, love, uh, because I am loved, I have something to give. It, it's a river of living water that flows out of me. And I just have to guard my heart from apathy, from selfishness, and then love penetrates. But, uh, I mean, Nikki's the, the, the real man of love here, so, so he's going to give us a much better answer than I just did. Well, uh what I observe is that children tell their parents what to do and still the parent to tell the children what to do. But I think the problem that we have is that parents let the children do whatever they want to do and, and we forgot that there's some guidelines in the Bible how to raise your children, how, how we should love one another, that uh, father and mother, 
because their children see us the way we are. But I, I don't, I don't want to be negative in this interview either. Uh, I believe before I die, there's going to be a revolution upon the young people that you have never have seen. They're going to start denying evil. And they began to just say, give me God. And I believe with all my heart. And I blame the pulpit for this. We're supposed to be preaching the, the power of Christ through the, uh, uh, through, through in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to allow the Holy Spirit. Don't, you, don't have no, you don't have no power to tell the Holy Spirit what to do. And this theologian want to tell the, the Holy Spirit what to do. We time in time. We time in everything. And, and when the, when be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is in the place, let it go. Let it go. Let that rough be burned. Because there's burning power is in the church that is burning all these terrible baggages that we have. Do we have a lot of <laughs> baggages? Yes. I, I care about two, and, I, and now I got one when I saw Gary. That number three. No, I'm just kidding, Gary. I, I like to fool around with him. So, so I do believe we let we got to let the Holy Spirit go in our churches. And we're going to see a revolution. And when we see the young people uh, looking and praising the Lord and searching and all of this, and then, then, then go to the front to praise Jesus, and you say, are they crazy? No, 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 no. Remember the movement? There's two movements that happened in the United States. One was... They worker's son when he came to New York City and got I got converted and Tim Challenge was founder and the church was dry. <clears throat> the Catholic began to come alive, the, the Presbyterians, the Lutherans, and this has happened because there was a, a movement of the Holy Spirit and that had to do with the cross on the Swiss blade. That had to do when Dave Wilkerson came to, to New York. That had to do with my conversion because that came all over. That God can change a rebel like myself and make me a saint. No. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. No. And, 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 and if we do that, you're going to see the glory of the Lord like you have never have seen. The church going to see the power of healing. What we need is the Holy Ghost Hospital. Mm -hmm. Open the door and let those wounded people, hurting people come in, rich and poor, black and white, or brown or whatever color it is. Mm -hmm. We need to start preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ straight and never give up. There's got to be a revolution upon the young people. I don't want to give up. Yeah. And that love is the one, if you love people, if you love them, God gonna reward you. Yeah, but love is, um, at the end of what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna ask you a question about this, but um, I think a lot of us, do, we become Christians, we get in a Christian environment, and we put on sort of a Christianese lifestyle, um, Christendom rather than Christ, 
we um, and and then part of that is um, at trying to be ni- you know always be nice, always be kind, always be. And I think we water down love, uh, making it sort of being polite. You know, and the kind of love that I've seen you have is is strong. You've confronted people. You know, uh, you. You, you, I think love is love has much more power. So, so as we're talking about love today, you know, I, I, would you agree with me? You don't, you don't see it as kind of weak and sort of um, you know mamby pamby and just sort of you know bend over backwards and let everybody do whatever they want. Just it, it has power to it, doesn't it? it, it I mean, it's got to be tough to love, Gary. Tough love. It yeah. got to be. You you can uh, you cannot give a sign a signs of weakness because when you do that, then take advantage of you. Yeah. You see, but when you had to call a spade to space, when you had to call, hey, yeah, that's uh, when people start playing games around you. Like I had done it many times uh, in the street when I'm witnesses, and the guy is trying to play the game, and then he start just uh, rejecting everything and try to change the subject, and then try to go with philosophies. Yeah. And then I say, hey, 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 hey. Hello, are you? Do you hear any music around here? Be, because you're dancing without no music. <laughs> so, so then it's happened to me. It's, it's, then the person say, "Oh, oh, oh. I say, if you want to talk, let's talk. Let's have a, a, a conversation. Look at you. You, you, you goofing. Mm-hmm. That means nothing I mean, because drugs. Of, of drugs. drugs. Yeah. And, 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 and you think." That talking, 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 that's going to get you anywhere. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. You see, you cannot hold a thought straight. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus loves you. And then that, that began to work. But mm-hmm. it takes time. It, yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen in one minute. No, and then the love, the love that we're talking about today, whether it be for preaching to a gang member wanting them to get saved or the love a pastor has for his congregation in the pulpit and wants to see the Holy Spirit's power of love, demonstrated in that church or whether it's a father and mother who want to love their children out of their chaotic situation that that love is you know so so we, we choose a topic today of love and I think the danger is people see it as like oh, I don't want to listen to that because love is so nebulous it, it's like you said earlier it, it could be used for your car or or your marriage um, or it's seen as a, a sonnet but from Shakespeare it's seen as a hallmark card it's seen as the dozen roses you might buy your wife the love we're talking about today is 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 much more than that it, it it is the power to transform hearts lives families and cultures it is the single power the love of God is is is, is our only hope uh, especially as society gets worse and worse you know, we we are meant to to engage in that culture. We are meant to make a difference in the world by, and and our, our the tool of our trade is love. But it's not like you said. It's tough love. It's not weak. It's it's not it's not and it's not powerless, and and it's much more than 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 a sonnet. It has, it, it, I would say, it speaks truth. Uh, it, it it's not always nice. Like I I grew up being. Nice. I was a nice boy, and I went to a nice Sunday school class, and all my friends said you're really nice. And then I became a nice young man, and I got into a nice marriage, and I got a nice ministry, and and I got to a point in my 30s where I was like, nice isn't cutting it. I need some more. I need more power than nice. That's true. And 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 and, and that's the power of true love, which 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 I believe you know number one it speaks the truth to people. It doesn't it doesn't. Uh, so uh, me being nice, I might not offend somebody by saying you're in sin. 
uh, you're you're nodding off here, like you said, in this conversation because you're having drugs, you know. And so you're not to that young guy uh, to speak the truth in them, to confront, to 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 call out repentance. Uh, both Jesus's first message. Okay, everybody knows Jesus was a man of love, right? He came to bring love and peace to the earth. He gets up his first sermon and says, "Repent, turn, you sinners, and you know, come back to the Father." Uh, so so I think love is really really tough, and and. And yet it's not harsh. It's not mean-spirited. You know, some people hear us talking about tough love and they go like, yeah, I can't, you know, because I, you know, I, I like to throw things at my wife. You know, it's just, and that's, that's not love. That's, that's just being mean-spirited. So you've got this, on one hand, you've got these people that are trying to, well, I'm a Christian. I'm supposed to be nice. And on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, forget that. Let me just live, a, live my own life. In the heart of Christ is this kind of love that is, is, is able to, to, to confront every form of darkness. The cross itself, the cross of Jesus Christ itself, is the greatest manifestation of love in, in all of history, that a, man would, a perfect man would lay down his life for imperfect people. And, and then he says, as I have loved you, you go out and love the world. Okay, that's self-sacrificing. That's, that's confrontation with, with blood and guts, Rome, Jewish religion, it's, it's, it's a confrontation with religion that's dead. It's a confrontation with government that has no power to really transform culture. And, it's, and then it's a man who, who bears his whole life and says, I, I am love, and you're going to try to kill love. Uh, but, but, Nikki, you say that, don't you? Isn't that one of your phrases, you can't kill? You, you can, uh, well, that was Dave. Who, oh, okay, he said that. That was your father. Okay. Uh, get your, 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 your facts straight. Get, get my facts that straight, was yeah. Your, I, uh, I, I, I thought you said that. That was your dad. That was, okay. Uh, uh, so that sorry. was your dad when so you're speaking he confronted the truth in, me. You're speaking I'm the truth in love. the truth <laughs> with love. Yeah, there you no, go. that was Dave when, uh, uh, when he's, he screamed at me after I did what I did to him, and I sent him to hell, you know, right in front of those people. And I'm walking away from him angry because this man had touched some area that I never thought that it, uh, because I was close. Everything inside of me was dead. And tell me after I same after I cursing and I, I spit at him and I that Jesus love you and then I, I, I look at him and and then because I, I threaten him if you if, if you say a word I kill you we kill you I mean I, there was guy that was crazy just like me that the, the only had to let the dog loose and they would hurt him. <laughs> and then, and then he, he screamed at me, Nikki, you can go ahead, kill me. <laughs> he said, and I look around, and I, that, that, those words come from him. Did that make you feel good? Go ahead, kill me. Do it. Do it in front of these people. I don't know from where he got that strength. Now I know because then I gave my life to Jesus Christ, but you don't go like that and tell, kill me out of the blue sky and tell you you can kill me and cut me in thousand pieces and every piece gonna cry now that Jesus love you. That is one of the most strong statement, statement that you can heal. And then I'm walking away after I told him you go to hell and I'm going away and then he starts screaming at me. He didn't stop. You can never kill love because God is love. 
and those words stick in my in my mind. He did the damage. He damaged my head now with Jesus. <laughs> and then then two weeks later I got converted. And he was one of the most it was like a rush. It was like a rush. I could not stop it. I was on the on the a power more powerful than anything in this earth. It was the power of love mm, that Jesus loved me. And, uh, you know, it is, it is it, it's a joy for us at World Challenge, myself personally as Gary Wilkerson, to work with Nikki Cruz because I'm learning a lot from you. You're, you're helping me uh, in, in ministry, uh, in evangelism, in having love for uh, people, whether they be lost or love for my own children, just the way you, I see how you love your children. I, I see how you love, you have through the years loved me. It's like, Nikki, I, don't, I never mentioned this to you before, but, uh, you know, so Nikki sometimes will wear a bracelet or something or I have a nice chain. And even when I was like 12 or 13 years old, like he'd come visit us at our house and I'd say, Nikki, man, that's a really nice necklace you have. And he would take it off and he'd say, hey, here's for you. He'd give it to me. Uh, just, just uh, you know, because love is, love is action. It's not just a, a sentiment. And so, you know, like preaching to MS-13 in, in, in Guatemala uh, in the prison, uh, you know, how you love your own family. It's, you know, you, uh, I wanted you on our podcast today because, and I wanted this topic particularly, because I knew you could speak to us about uh, waking up from our lethargy and really having the fire of love, that tough love, the, the, the sound love. And so, you know, love is tough. It's tough to go into New York City and overcome your fear to speak to gang members. It's tough for you to go into prison and, and over, you know, and, and be tough to, but it's also tough. You know, we, we talked about our own children or grandchildren. I think it's also tough to, you know, for me, when my son was doing drugs in our home and he was stealing from us, the toughest day of my life by far was telling him he has to leave our house and tears that came in his eyes and he said, I'm not leaving. And I had to call the police to actually physically remove him from my home. It's by far the toughest. But that was a wake-up call for him and it, and it turned the tables to where he was reconciled with God and is living a totally holistic, healthy life in Christ, family, job. Yeah, he stole my secretary. He did. He married <laughs> he your married secretary. secretary. Yeah. He he, beautiful. He goes for the best. Yeah, you know? yeah, if Nikki likes her, the, then I like her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that, uh, you know, that is, that's, that's, that's love personified. It's love in a person. It's love in, love in a, in a body. You've heard that little story of the, the, the little girl who's like, uh, she's, she's frightened and her, her dad keeps coming into her room and saying like, it's like, just pray to Jesus. And, and then finally she says, well, well I, I know Jesus is here, but I need somebody with some skin on. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's, you know, that's what love is like. Jesus loves us all. But, but he needs, Jesus wants some people to go out to this world with some skin on and say, like, okay, I'm, I'm going to demonstrate it. So you know, I just want to thank you for your ministry uh, and, and the connection with World Challenge. It's been brilliant. But I want to say this uh, before we close. Uh, I think this summit of everything, our whole life, to all of us here and to the people who are watching us. The thing that we have in our life that make us is number one, that we love God, Jesus. Number two, family. Number three, friendship, friends. And number four is love who brings us together. Amen. You've been listening to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. 
Living out God's love to seemingly unlovable people can be an enormous challenge. They're made in God's image and we can't know His plans for their lives. Sometimes a quick reminder of the core truths we believe can be the greatest encouragement, especially when we're struggling with witnessing to others or loving, challenging individuals. If you're interested in daily encouragements, then you'll probably enjoy our 86 seconds video devotionals. Each short video is a mini devotional from Gary Wilkerson. He points out simple but profound truths in scripture that can change the way we approach problems or other people we're called to love. These short videos about how the word informs every part of our lives are a vital part of living as salt and light to the world. Look for our new 86 seconds devotional videos at worldchallenge.org slash 86 seconds. This Gary Wilkerson podcast is brought to you by World Challenge. Sound design for this episode by Mike Hall Smith. This episode was written by Rachel Schimitz. Our producer is Chris Wigington with video production by Aaron Gale. We hope to see you next time on the Gary Wilkerson podcast when Bob and Gary will discuss living a holistic life through Jesus Christ. Until then, do all you can to live a better life and make a better world through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.